Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Becoming a Butterfly. Today I'm going to talk about money. I think this is, to be honest I'm not quite sure, I personally think it's a bit of a taboo topic. Um, Some people might totally disagree and say no they talk about it all the time and some people might disagree and say it's just something that shouldn't really ever be talked about. I've got friends um, and family who are on either side. Um, my family, we don't we don't really openly talk about money just because we don't really feel like we need to. My parents, you know, I've never asked them how much they earned. I've never asked how much the house is worth. They've never told me. It's just not something I feel like I need to know. And that, that's kind of how I've been brought up, you know. Um, not that they're keeping it from me, but I just don't think they want me to kind of worry about things in fact I know they don't want me to worry about things I'm in Australia right now and I am financially kind of struggling um personally but when it comes like my parents would be like no you're fine because they will I'm I'm lucky enough to be in a position where they will always kind of look after me um whatever happens and I'm very grateful for that but the reason I want to talk about money is because personally I find it a very difficult topic to um kind of confront I have a lot of anxiety over money um I this kind of developed when I got OCD I got very obsessed with um, money incomings and outgoings and I went on a trip to um Europe all around Europe with my friends a group of six of us um and I wrote down every single penny I spent I also cried when I felt like I'd spent money that I shouldn't be spending so I remember this so well I ordered a salad but I actually wanted an omelette, but the reason I ordered a salad was because it was cheaper. And then I cried because I actually wanted... <laughs> it's ridiculous, but this is when I was really ill. Um, I cried because I actually wanted the omelette, and I remember calling my mum, and she was like, why are you not giving yourself... What, like, why are you not just buying what you want? You've got enough money. Um, and I don't know, I just couldn't answer the question, but that kind of hit me. Um, not there and then, but looking back... A year or so later, I realised what had happened and it kind of hit me how kind of conscious I was about money. And I never had a job actually until I went on placement in third year of university. And this will surprise a lot of people probably because, you know, I know that people, um, you, you need to work to make a living. I'm completely aware of that and I am very lucky in the situation I'm in. But my parents asked me not to get a job when I went to university in first year and second year because they knew how stressed stressed I would get and they were right in hindsight but I really wanted to you know enter that kind of world of earning your own living and stuff so I, anyway I got this job and placement and I was earning a fair amount um, and that was my first time um, experience of earning money you know I was learning about having an income um, and saving it and I was lucky enough to be living at home on placement so I was with my parents my dad at the time was based in London so he was busy down there a lot so it was me and my mum mainly um but I financially was in the most comfortable position I've ever been in and like personally and all of this is personal you know it's not my family um positions it's all personal to me and my debit card was uh I just looked back and I was that was amazing and I you, I, having that money, I treated people, you know, so I bought my sister's really extravagant Christmas presents and 
Um, I spent a lot with my parents and that's the kind of thing I enjoy doing. I'm a massive giver. I like giving people presents and stuff. I always used to buy my parents flowers um, and random treats and things when I went out shopping. And that is just something I like doing. And then coming to Australia, I was doing that at the start when I had like full pay. Um, and then in lockdown, when I wasn't really spending any money, I could treat people, you know, give them flowers and treat them for like a drink or something. Some Just really small things, but it's having that kind of comfortable position to do that. And I remember my first payslip on placement. I went to Dubai with my mum in October. That was my first holiday. And I used my first payslip to pay for the holiday. And I remember standing on the balcony with my mum and I was just looking out and I've taken this picture. I put it on Instagram actually. Um, and I just remember looking out and being like, I've paid for this. Like I have earned the money to do this. And that is what placement taught me, how rewarding it is to actually work your ass off and earn the money that you're spending. And from that, um, a lot more anxiety is kind of built up though, because now I really struggle to spend money if I'm not earning. So my parents, thankfully, um, have really kindly sent me some money out here to kind of keep me going. But I don't feel comfortable spending that money because I'm not earning it. And they keep telling me, you know, we've sent it you so you can have a good time, go and have fun and stuff. But it's just a barrier I can't really break down. I mean, I had like, I'm not, yeah, I've spent time doing a boxing's, um, boxing session one-to-one every week. I'm spending it on that. But it, you know, it's, I think it's just something that's not really talked about is how anxious people can really get around money. And I know that my troubles are like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this podcast because I knew people would be listening and, you know, thinking, what does she know? She's not had the half of it. And I'm fully aware of that. But as always, everything I say is personal experiences and personal to me. And I'm not saying my life is hard and that I really struggle and all of this and all of that. But I just want to talk about it from a 23 year old's perspective when you're going into the real world, like how kind of shocking, not shocking, how kind of daunting it can be. Um, so when I was in final year, that was my first year living in a house. So four years at uni, my fourth year was the first time I lived in a house because I lived in halls for the first two years. And I really didn't know much about like bills um, and how kind of relative um, everything, all the costs were, you know, water, electricity, housing, shopping, um, like food shopping and stuff and then being social I didn't really think about all these things. And then obviously first year and second year, I didn't drink alcohol. So there, was, there wasn't there was that outgoing. And then in final year, that was a massive outgoing. And looking back, what I started with in final year and what I ended with, I know everyone's like, yeah, that's what uni's for. Like, that's how it should be kind of thing. But I cried again, looking at how much I'd spent in final year. And it was just kind of hard because I didn't feel like I'd wasted any of that money. And when I went to America for nine weeks with my friend... Um, I used a lot of the money I'd saved on placement and birthday money and things. Um, but a lot of the money I'd earned, I used for that trip. And me and my friend, um, we all, we she's also quite conscious with money. Um, um, we were very hesitant at first, you know, to treat ourselves and do things. And we'd be like, let's find the cheapest option. Let's do this. Let's do that. All based on price. And then we realised a few weeks into the trip... Um, that actually we're not wasting any money, we're making memories. And that is what my parents have always brought me up to think, you know, not think about money, think about what I'm actually spending it on. Um, so not what I'm wasting it on, if that makes sense. And for me, that's been a massive thing to realise. 
it it does suck because don't get me wrong, I'll waste money. I spent like seven dollars, which is three fifty pounds, um, on a drink yesterday, and I hated the drink. I probably had about two sips, and that infuriated me because I have wasted money. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm not really wasting money. I'm making a living, you know. I'm making memories. Um, and what else was I going to talk about? Oh yeah, something else I realised when it comes to money is. So, you know, people get, especially at my age, um, pardon the cars outside, um, yeah, when you finish university or when you finish school and you're trying to save money to go travelling and things, you often get menial jobs. So I worked at two places um, in hospitality and I loved the people. Um, same was on placement. I didn't love the work at all, but I loved the incomings and I loved the people and it was my placement. I wasn't going to change it. And the same with these two jobs that I got before I came to Australia. I loved the people um, and I loved earning money, but I hated the actual job. And they kind of, I knew that was a means to an end, you know, same with placement. I was doing it for a certain amount of time and then I was out and I was going to go live my best life, which is great. But they taught me that if that was um, at a later date, say when I'd settled into a full-time job and I didn't have an end date on it, an expiry date, then it taught me I will never work just to earn money because uh, it's just not healthy you know I was mentally in a like a really negative place um I wasn't happy with anything other parts of my life were struggling because of the negativity that I was feeling and that's what these jobs taught me um for my future so I know that I won't I know kind of a few things I won't go into in my future I know that if I'm not enjoying a job I'll do something about it and I will get over that kind of money barrier and I will get out there even if I am earning the money that I want or need. A lot of people sometimes question um, why I don't talk about things a lot with my parents um, when it comes to money. You know, they think I'm a bit naive or they think it's a bit not immature. Um, I don't really know. I've just had a few people voice different opinions to me and Sometimes I used to find it quite surprising, you know, I'd be like, why will, why would I talk about money? And now I understand that it's good to be aware because um, you could say I might be a bit naive. You know, I didn't really know much about bills and stuff until I went to university. Um, I don't really know about the prices of things relative to um, other things. But what I, I do know about kind of what I need to know about at the time, like at certain times, if that makes sense. So I know how much like clothes um should be or are like when I spend I know what it's like to go shopping and spend a lot of money or not spend a lot of money um I know about like houses um back home and in Australia now and I'm learning um and I do think that learning for myself can be a lot better than learning from my parents because both my parents had a very different upbringing to each other and to myself and my parents have also now worked really hard so that me and my sisters can have a certain upbringing, but I, me and my sisters won't necessarily get, give the same upbringing to our children, you know? So I do think the way that my parents have done it with me is positive because then I can learn about things myself and I can learn through trial and error, you know? I've learned in the past to not spend as much as I previously have done or to spend maybe more on, say, making memories. And I think the fact that I don't really talk about it with my family has taught me not to really talk about it with my friends and stuff 
And for me, that's been a positive thing because I know a few people who love to flaunt their money, you know, they flaunt brands and they flaunt this and that and stuff. Um, and that just doesn't really settle well with me, but each to their own, you know, I'm not saying what you should and shouldn't do. I'm just, you know, everyone's a bit different. And one thing um, I did kind of did experience when I was ill was the fact that every like year or so, so one of my friends, again, same friend I went traveling with, um, she'll be listening to this and she'll know exactly who she is. Um, but she always tells me how my body and my face and everything has literally changed every year since she she's known me. So I met her at university in 2015, September. Um, but ever since I got ill in 2011, that's when things started changing. Every year since then, give or take probably between 2012 and 2014, um, when I didn't really gain any weight, I kind of kept the same wardrobe there. Didn't really wear much, many clothes, to be honest, just wore trackies and stuff. Um, but from 2014, let's say, when I started recovering properly, my wardrobe has literally changed every year. So that's six years now. Um, pardon the noise outside. How rude when I'm recording a podcast. Um, but yeah, that's six years of different wardrobes. I'm not saying I had a complete, you know, okay, it's happy new year. Let's celebrate by throwing out my wardrobe and getting a new one. Not in that sense, but losing a lot of weight and then gaining weight um gradually you have to get different clothes you know because that's something I struggled with body image I was trying to wear clothes that didn't fit me anymore so I felt a lot bigger than I actually was and it wasn't until I kind of spoke to my mum about this and my pair my dad as well sorry and my parents let me you know have a bit of freedom in buying new clothes because I can't walk around naked and I can't walk around in clothes that are making my actual mental illness worse um but it's hard to come to terms with, you know, you buy all these nice new clothes and you think, okay, this is it, you know, final wardrobe now. And then a year comes by and actually you're getting healthier and healthier because you don't realise how ill you are. And having to throw these clothes out was quite difficult. Not only did I love them, um, but I didn't want to kind of throw them out after I hadn't, didn't feel like I'd had enough like wear out of them. But I sent them to charity, I gave them to cousins and friends. So that feels a lot better. Um, but again, that's something that, kind of increased my money anxiety was not getting the wear out of clothes so now I realize you know when I buy clothes I try and buy it um for the quality and that's something my friend taught me he was studying um fashion and he said he always buys kind of branded clothes or at least good quality expensive ones so then he can buy um one like one item and it won't get it won't kind of worsen instead of buying lots of lots of the same thing and they always worsen. And that kind of made me realise, you know, you get what you pay for. And it's that goes hand in hand for me with we're not wasting money, we're making memories. If you're buying clothes that are of good quality standard and durability, you're going to be spending less on the same things, if that makes sense. So that's something I've realised. I don't need five pairs of jeans. I've, I think I own one pair of jeans right now and I'm just comfortable with them. And they're really good quality and standard. So no matter how many times I wash them, they're not really going to change. So that's been something that's really helped me with my money anxiety is kind of figuring out ways around it, let's say. Um, and yeah, I think this has only been like a really brief chat, 15 minutes, but it's just something I wanted to touch on. I wasn't sure for a while. And then I thought, yeah, why not? Let's share it. Because I have spoken to a few people who've asked me like what it's like coming to Australia um is expensive do I have to save things like that and I did save a lot before I came 
um albeit that is on my uk card so i need to figure out transferring it um but yeah it's just something i don't think is really talked about that much between friends um especially in your teens and your 20s so i don't know if people have taken much from this um but i had fun recording it so thank you very much for listening anyway if you do like it please go to google or apple pods and rate my podcast becoming a butterfly and please share this I'll be very appreciated. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you have a good day.